Inside the Adventure Season 1, Episode 5, with Hina Dar. If you've ever been afraid to step outside your comfort zone, then you're in the right place. Inside the Adventure features incredible athletes and everyday people sharing their epic stories of pushing life to its limits. Get ready to be inspired, face your fears, and take action with your host, Marshall Mosier. What is going on, my awesome adventurers? This is your host, Marshall Mosier, and thank you so much for joining us today on another awesome episode of Inside the Adventure, where we get to learn more from an incredible guest, Hina Dar. How are you doing today, Hina? I'm excited to be here. Cool. Awesome. Uh, well, it is an awesome day in New York. We're both sitting here together. Uh, actually, it's not really awesome. It just like poured down rain. But <laughs> it's <laughs> still beautiful out uh, because we like all kinds of environments. But um, but yeah, it's it's really great to be up here. And I know that uh, New York's where you've been for a while, right? Yes. Awesome. Uh, 15, 20 years now. Actually. Cool. And yeah. tell everyone where you're from before and kind of how that how you so got here. So I grew up in Pakistan. I came to New York in 97. I lived in Staten Island since I've been here up until five years ago. So I moved to Manhattan five years ago. I've been living in the city for five years. Okay, awesome. Cool. Um, and uh, have you liked being here in the city? I know a lot of people kind of have the mindset of like, oh, New York and the outdoors. Like, it's kind of opposites. But uh, Yeah, I actually love being in the city. The main reason I moved here was my working hours are really, really long. So I got an apartment right next to my work, like literally five blocks away, so I can walk to work and, you know, back and forth. And I ran into this girl. Her name is Polly. She actually got me into hiking last year. It was my first time hiking ever. Awesome. And I've been hiking ever since. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited to share your story because I think you have a really unique one. Uh, but just to tell everyone out there, give, to give them a little bit more of a background on you, uh, Hina has gone from, like, like she said, just doing her first hike uh, a little over a year ago to actually summiting Mount Kilimanjaro, which is the highest peak in Africa this year. Yeah. Um, so that is a huge accomplishment, huge accomplishment. Uh, and there's a lot that goes from, you know, going on that first hike to being yeah. able to do something like this. Um, so we, I, I would love to hear that story, but really to first, to start off, uh, I'd love to learn more about what you were like before that. Um, did you ever think you would do something like Summit Kilimanjaro and how'd you get into no. it? No, before that I was married. Uh, I was with my ex for a little over for 15 years, um, I didn't do anything. I had always been an extremely skinny kid. So the last thing I wanted to do was work out and lose even more weight because in my head I'm thinking, oh, I can't run. I can't do anything. I'm already so skinny. I need to gain weight. Um, Up until I got separated from my ex and I got my apartment in the city. And um, I was like, I was watching TV one day. I don't know if it was a movie or a commercial or what what it was. But it said the life begins at the end of your comfort zone. And I was scared shitless to go to the gym. I'm like, I had never been to the gym. I'm like, I'm going to go on the treadmill. I'm going to fall off. People are going to laugh at me. I, wouldn't, I don't know how to use this machine or that machine. But I wanted to go. So after I heard that, I'm like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to sign up. I'm going to go to the gym. That's awesome. That's so funny you shared that quote because that was actually uh, the 
the main first quote that we put on the bottom of every page on our first website. Are you for real? I'm serious. Oh, wow. It was on the bottom of every single page on yeah. our first website. Yeah. That's awesome. Yes, I was sad, depressed, that I'm going to probably die alone and I'm going to live alone for the rest of my life. Um, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to the gym. Let's see what happens. I got to the gym. I got on the treadmill. No, not on the treadmill. It, took, it still took me like two months before I got on the treadmill. <laughs> nice. So you got to build up to it. <laughs> I, yeah, I got an elliptical. And then one of my coworkers, who was very nice, his name is Jason, he was showing me how to use all the machines and, you know, what to do with the machines and everything. Um, and after that, um, my boss, he got me into running. He had a hip fracture, a stress fracture from running on his hip bone. He needed someone to run with him for two minutes and force him to walk for five minutes because that's what his doctor was telling him to do while he was recovering. So he was like, you know, let's go for a run. I'm like, I can't run to save my life. He was like, yeah, yeah, you're going to force me to walk. Otherwise, I'm going to keep running. He's a runner. So I went with him. We started running. The two minutes was the longest two minutes of my life. Like, you think it's two minutes? You can run for two minutes. God, no. I was like, after 20 seconds, I couldn't run anymore. <laughs> so he was forcing me to run, and I was forcing him to walk. So we did that for like three, four times. And after that, I started loving. I was like, oh, yeah, this is so much fun. I can run. Um, and then I was telling my girlfriend about it, and she was like, Polly. She was like, oh, I'm going hiking. You want to come with me? That was November 1st, 2014. And I said, yeah, let's do this. So we went to Catterskill Falls. And after that, the second hike she took me was Memorial Day weekend last year to Mount Washington. That was scary. <laughs> what was that like? That was really scary. I was, they gave me microspikes. I didn't know what the fuck microspikes were. <laughs> so what, what are microspikes for anyone out there who doesn't know? They're uh, little uh, crampons. Okay. So what, what's a cramp? You got to be <laughs> yeah. more general. Or something. So it's like this thing that goes on your boot, which has, which has like little teeth, right. so that you can yeah. walk on ice slash snow. Right, gives you traction on the bottom. Give, of your yeah, boots, exactly. Yeah. So the micro spikes they gave me were not very good, so I kept falling. And the last fall, I slipped and I went down on my butt <laughs> for like maybe a few yards or even less. It felt like a really long time. I was luckily I was able to stop myself. I didn't get injured. But I was really scared. And Marcus was one of our guys. I'm like, Marcus, I can't keep going. We have to go back. So he brought me back. And the way we came back, it was like you're, he was like digging holes in the ice for me so I could put my feet in. And we were climbing, like we were climbing down the ladder. But um, long story short, we came back to the shelter where we were spending the night. I felt like such a loser because everyone else was able to make it to the top except for me. Uh, later on, I found out there were more people who didn't summit. But I was like, no, I can't. I got to keep doing this. I got to go back. I got to summit. So then I went back July 4th weekend last year, and I was able to summit. That's amazing. Yeah. That's and awesome. after that, since then, I've done, I've been to Mount Washington three times, once in February, which was really cold. It was like a blizzard, negative 50. That, I think that is probably one of the craziest things I've ever done. Um, I've been to Machu Picchu. I just came back from Canada. We were hiking Canadian Rockies. Um, I've done a lot of hikes. That's I did amazing. Mount Marcy. I did What's, Great Range, Presidential Traverse. 
Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I, I can't believe that this has all been in the past year. Right? One year, yes. That's amazing. Yeah. One um, year and one month. That's so inspiring. Yeah. That's incredible. Well, I, I know it's, uh, you know, sometimes it's hard to visualize what all of these uh, amazing trips are like for someone who's never done it. So share with us the story of the one that you were just like, that was the craziest experience ever done. Uh, what was that like? Going that was it? Mount Washington in February by oh. far. The wind was over 75 miles per hour. Wow. Temperature was like negative 50 degrees. Um, there was basically a blizzard going on and we went out there and we went for it. Um, and how do you feel when you were out there? Were you like, oh, why did I get myself so into the situation? <laughs> it wasn't so bad. It was like we were, we had so many layers on and the, you know, the ski goggles and everything and we were moving. So I was actually kind of hot because I was sweating inside because, you know, you're constantly moving it, and we, you have these crampons on it. They're so heavy. You need a lot of strength to keep going. I was the slowest one. I'm always the slowest one in the group. I'm always all the way in the back. It bothers me. But well, hey, the slowest one is faster than everyone else that's not even doing it in the first place. So <laughs> Yeah. So um, I'm getting better. Um, yeah, so I was, one of, I was, I think, the second person, me and this other girl, that we turned around to go back. And I told Nate, Nate was one of the guys, that I really wanted to experience the wind. He goes, oh, I'll take you. Do you want to experience the wind? Let's go. So he took me to Tuckerman Ravine. I don't know if you know. It's like this like, wind tunnel. So wind there was like 85 miles per hour wind. Wow. So That's wind like, you can like lean forward and it props you up, right? Exactly. <laughs> so we were, we were supposed to go to the right and the wind was blowing me to the left i weigh 95 pounds so i couldn't i couldn't even like i kept going to the left so nate had to grab me from my backpack and he's like <laughs> you go back wow. I was like, okay <laughs> so then after that we came back and That's i couldn't incredible. even how do you even talk in, in so 80 busted. in 80 mile no we, we you, weren't you talking sure can't even he hear was each other like, right he was like you yeah his hand yeah, signals like pointing yelling but you can't hear anything the wind was crazy. So I got to experience my wind. It was, I couldn't use my goggles because they were all frosted. Wow. So next year, bring two goggles. <laughs> <laughs> yes, maybe three. <laughs> maybe three, yeah. So how, how do you feel, especially someone who's gone from doing your first hike in the past year to a story like that, how does being in that situation make you feel? Um, and how does that you know, inspire you to... Uh, to to keep going and and what lessons do you take away from that, that you can bring back to everyday life too it makes you very humble i mean it doesn't make any sense but it's made me very humble the reason the people you meet when you're hiking i mean i've only hiked with discover outdoors or on my own i haven't i've never hiked with any other company but the people who hike with Discover, like the clients, I'm not even talking about the guides, the client, they're like such nice people, like totally different people from my everyday life that I meet, you know, at work or my other friends. I don't know. There's something about them. You can just relate to them so quickly. And I open to them like, I mean, I open to everybody very easy, but <laughs> they're like even easier. Like, I feel like they understand me when I'm talking to them instead of just nodding their heads 
I don't know if it right. makes any yeah, sense. Yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with sharing something as intense as an experience like that together. You really have this mutual exactly. respect and understanding for each other. You have each other's back, you know. You right. know you're get going on this expedition, even if it's not difficult, even if it's like super easy. But anything can happen. You're out away from, you know, the real population or the world, you know. Like you're a few hours away from that whole thing, so... You can help each other by even giving somebody a Band-Aid, like somebody scratched their leg. Exactly. Yeah. So, it's really a team effort. So it's hiking that I love, but it's also the people that makes me want to go back over and over again. I'm and, sure you've made some yeah. amazing relationships oh that God, go yes. far beyond just oh the God, trail yes. on the mountain. Right now, like like I said, I was married. I met my ex in when we were in school. So all of our friends were mutual friends. So after we got separated... I mean, everything was became very awkward. We didn't, we weren't like, I wasn't talking to those friends anymore. So all my friends now, they're all from hiking. When was that? Um, when, when you guys both separated in? 2013. Okay. October so that was right before you really started yeah. hiking? Yeah. So has hiking really? It was a year after. I, I started hiking a year after. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So have you noticed, and I, you were talking a little bit about how you've found an amazing new friend group through that, but has hiking been... Uh, a way that's helped you um, to kind of get over the hurdles of of a breakup like that. Oh, so yeah. Very stressful. Oh, yeah. It took, like, when you go out there, you forget about your real life. You forget all the problems. You're just out there. You're doing your thing. It's a lot of hard work. You know, it's not easy to walk up hill, you know, right. however up you're walking. Um, and then the nature, is, it just makes you forget everything. And you're just out there doing your thing with the people you're doing it with. And that's all you remember. Like every, everything just vanishes. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But everything vanishes. Well, yeah, it's hard to explain. You got to experience, experience it for yourself. It. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, really. It yeah. helps to put everything into perspective and, yep. and um, kind of just realign yourself with what, yeah. uh, what you're supposed to be doing and what, what makes you happy. Yeah. I actually, my, one of my coworkers, his name is Martin. He used to hike a lot. He's Polish in Poland. And he hasn't really been hiking that much. So when I did Presidential Traverse, which was two weeks ago, I took him with his wife and kids were away with his wife's family. So he was home all alone for July 4th weekend. I'm like, why don't you come with me? And now he wants to hike with me again. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Once you, once you do it, that you, you realize. That's so true. But yeah, yeah, you just have to take that first step. Which yeah. Like is my friends theme. from college think I'm crazy, but... <laughs> I'm gonna have to take them. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's it's uh, it's a good kind of crazy. They just yeah. haven't haven't done it yet, so they don't yeah, understand. Exactly. Uh, but for all them listening right now, you know, you're gonna convince them to go out and, and yeah. do it because uh, of your awesome story. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's it's been a common theme with a lot of our guests um, that they say, you know, it just it really all hinders on whether or not you take that first step. Yeah. Um, because there is. Uh, you know, there's this end goal a lot of people see with like, you know, something like common Kilimanjaro and they're like, I can never do that. Um, but it, it doesn't, you don't just wake up and climb Kilimanjaro. There's a lot of things that happen before, but none of that's going to happen unless you just take that first step. Yeah. And that's so important. Yeah. I'm going to do Kilimanjaro in August, August 26th. And you're going to bring all those friends along with you and think you're crazy too, right? No, they're not <laughs> going with me. <laughs> Uh, we can take them on some other hikes first. And <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I have to take them to Breakneck first. <laughs> exactly. Right. And um, then in November, I'm going to try and run a full marathon. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Let's see. 
Have you run a half marathon before? Yeah, I've run many half. Okay. Have you I ever run a full before? Is this no, the first one? This is going to be my first one. That's amazing. Yeah. I've I've only done a half myself. I've never done a full one. I really yeah. want to at some point. Yeah. Um, but, I've uh, done five halves so far. Oh wow. Yeah. My first okay. half was last year in May. Brooklyn half. So if you just combine all this together, then that's like an ultra marathon, right? So you know that counts. If you combine all together, <laughs> yeah, I just yes, combine them all together. But yeah. that's amazing. Uh, keep us posted on how that goes. Yeah, I will. Yeah, that's really incredible. Um, but one of the things that I always like to ask, uh, now that um, the stories that you shared with us have been such an impactful part of your life, um, have what things have gotten more and less important for you as you've kind of had that personal transformation um, from where you were before to how you are now? So I'm going to say it definitely brought a little balance in my life because before I was hiking, I was workaholic. I still want to be a workaholic, but I just don't have the time. Like, I don't have the time to go to work on the weekends. My boss would probably hate me for this. So I'm not going to give him What well, makes you more productive when you're in there for the week, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I was, I was still getting a lot of stuff done, done even before, but I'm happier now. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Totally. Yeah. yeah. You're always productive. Yeah. yeah. yeah but but being, you know, make, making sure you have that, that work-life balance, I think, is so important um, to really make sure that you're operating at 100%. Yeah. 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 I used to work like 14, 15 hours a day, normal, and I would still go to work on the weekends. Yeah. yeah but if it, I had you know, the time, I could. Yeah, but it seems like it's not, you know, it's not how many hours you work, it's uh, how many productive hours you work. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, actually, on that note, what would your advice be to, to people who are out there that are also maybe workaholics and think, oh, well, I don't have the time to do that? You have to make the time. If you make the time, you will have the time to do it. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I did. Now I finish my stuff, whatever I have to do between nine and eight and then rest of the time is mine i don't go to work on the weekends and um i do hiking and running yeah or just watch movies that's what i did (laughs) (laughs) well you know netflix is always fun too yeah but uh, have you noticed um uh, a difference in your personal health as well yeah i mean of course i'm a lot healthier now I try to eat healthy, but it doesn't always work. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as you're yeah. exercising and being really active, you, exactly. know, you, you can, you I can, can eat whatever afford to you know, yeah. step up a little bit in yeah. terms of diet. This weekend, sure I had a lot three of my friends would kill me for saying that. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah. I can because I'm so exactly. active. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. People are probably going to hate me for this. So. <laughs> right. Yeah, a lot of my friends, uh, you know, especially those personal trainer ones out there, they know who they are, are like, no, no, that's not how it works. You have to eat healthy as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's laughing but right now. Once in a while is okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, but like uh, yeah, one of the most amazing things, though, it's that uh, doing this kind of stuff, it, it, Genuinely, it doesn't feel like uh, it's like oh, I gotta go to the, go to the gym today. Like it doesn't feel like a workout. It's something say, that's yeah. super rewarding, um, even outside of the physical standpoint. But it has such an amazing physical benefit to the point where you don't realize you're working out. I mean, obviously you're exhausted by the end, but it's not like you know just going to run on the treadmill. Um, it it's really. Uh, getting that incredible physical benefit from something that you're actually really excited and passionate about to do. And I know people like running on the treadmill, but I doubt people are actually passionate about it. No one's out there. It's like, I'm really looking forward to running on the treadmill today. 
Um, and it has such incredible, uh, yeah. you know, positive health impact. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't hike because it's a workout. Yeah. Never do. Right. Never did. But it's it, one of the best workouts you yeah, can do. Yeah. I just do it because I want to be out there and I love the views. And by the end of the day, when you take that shower, that feels so good. Exactly. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> Anything you eat afterwards, it's all delicious. It's so much better. I usually and, eat yeah. fruit afterwards. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I that's healthy. Fruits. What are you talking about? Of course you're eating healthy. I do sometimes, I say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I don't. Yeah. 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 But um, uh, yeah, if, if you could share one thing with, uh, with anyone out there today or with all your friends who you said, think you're crazy for doing this kind of stuff, uh, one thing that's really made, um, like one takeaway that you've, you've gotten over the past year from adopting this type of lifestyle, what would it be? Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about that one. It's getting that amazing Instagram picture at the end of the hike, right? <laughs> yeah, it's no, but it's not that. It's more than that. Um, I don't know. It's just so rewarding, and um, I don't know what I would tell them. They have to do it. You got to experience it for yourself. Yeah, you have that's, to that's go out right there and do it. Everybody have their own. Um, like everybody gets their own thing from it. Like I know. My friends get a totally different feeling from what I get. It just makes me happier and humble. That's why I do it. Yeah, absolutely. And like you I said, would, you got to experience it for yourself. Yeah. So I don't know what I would tell them. It's just, uh, you know, words just don't describe it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It's hard to describe. It, it. is hard to describe. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. So. It's uh, it's it's one of those things where you just got to take that first step, like we were yeah. saying before, and experience it for yourself. Yeah, I've taken my friends who thought that they want to go hiking if it's pretty, uh, but they don't want to do anything crazy. They don't want to do anything dangerous, where you know they would risk getting injured or something, which is totally understandable. And I've had friends who want to do something crazy and pretty but not something simple because they think it's really boring. So it's really up to the person what they want to do. I like both as yeah. long as I'm out there. Exactly. Having fun. Yeah. Yep. Having fun yeah. in, in any situation out there. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Well, thanks so much for, for sharing this story with us. It's really inspiring to hear people like yourself talk about that, especially given the fact that it's, it's so recent um, just yeah. over the past year and how much progress and, uh, and, and how much it's impacted you. So thanks so much for, for joining us today. And it's been awesome to hear all that. I hope, uh, I know it's inspired a lot of other people out there too. So thank you for having me. Totally. Awesome. <laughs> and for anyone who's interested in, in learning more about Hina, check out the show notes. And, uh, yeah, if you think, uh, if you need a little bit more, uh, of, uh, inspiration to get out and do it too, reach out to her. I'm sure she'd be happy to help. So thanks so much for being on with us today, Hina. No problem. Thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Vestigo, a peer-to-peer adventure sharing platform that lets people experience the best an area has to offer by connecting with the local professionals that both have the gear and the knowledge to facilitate incredible and unique outdoor experiences. People have even called it an Airbnb for outdoor guides. Recently, we talked to Tyler, a fan of Vestigo who has gone on four trips so far. Let's see here. So I guess the most memorable so far is uh, Mount Yona. It's my favorite spot. I've gone there with Vestigo and then naturally I've gone there by myself a couple times afterwards because I loved it. Most memorable because I went rappelling off the side of a mountain for the first time. 
Do you think it would have gone repelling if you were not on a Visigo trip? I do not. No. Uh, maybe someday in the future. Uh, of course, just like anything else, you'd be like, yeah, I can get around to that. Vestigo allowed it to be like, let's do it. You want to do it? Here's when, here's where, you know, let's go. What would you say to someone that is on the fence about going on a trip? Go. Just go now. It's, uh, it's, you, you just can't beat it. You can't do it yourself. It's not like they're providing someone the motivation to do something that they could do themselves, but maybe don't. I mean, and, and, and they can, but it's just, there's nothing matched going in a group. I mean, if you want to go on vacation somewhere, whether you want to do some activity, like having the group of people makes it, just makes it. And uh, so so going to do something for the first time with 10 to 15 other people who might also be doing it for the first time that maybe I know them, maybe I don't. We can kind of share our you know nerves or experiences or how awesome it was afterwards. Um, and then just going with someone that knowledgeable, um, you know, it's it just all around... I enjoyed it so much that I've gone back three times since. Vestigo, an adventure sharing platform that provides people the knowledge, confidence, and safety to rappel off a cliff for the first time. To learn more about Vestigo, visit their website at vestigo.co, V-E-S-T-I-G-O dot C-O. When you sign up for your trip, use the promo code podcast and receive 10% off your first trip. Vestigo, find an adventure, book a trip, go.